0: star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself congratulations to the florida gator baseball team on your historic run in omaha from your friends at tri eagle sales and bud light the official beer sponsor of the florida gators a record-setting historic season that no one will ever forget so thank you for a tremendous year.
1: This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC.
2: The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You
3: know, if I'm
1: saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it, I just say it.
2: Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at UF. And at Pat underscore dueling, the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat.
4: Here we are in a room full of strangers.
5: They said yesterday I wasn't allowed to sing, so I just wanted to defy that order. I know where we are, though. We are here at the No Name Lounge at the Hilton, the home of the Florida Gators, and ready to have another remote broadcast. We'll be here every Friday for home games, and we're, we're moving around. We're getting all over the place.
0: Man of the people, duels. We are.
5: <laughs> it's men of the people. Dules. 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 Every day. Every day. Duels.
0: That's what uh, Billy Donovan called him. For those that don't get the uh, the reference or the great impersonations yes. by both of us, <laughs> uh, but no, always great to uh, to be here. This is uh, year number three coming to hang out where the uh, the team came hangs out. So maybe we'll bring him better luck this year. But you'll always have great luck coming to the uh, no name lounge. They've got several fantastic bartenders open for business ready to go ready to get after it and uh, certainly would love to have you stop by and uh, say hello grab yourself a uh, a nice drink cocktail whatever you want and uh, talk a little football because that is what it's all about they've got uh, several tvs lined up ready to go and if you stay long enough you might even see billy napier walk in at uh, at some point as this is where the uh, the team stays and they do some uh, some great things, not only for football season, but throughout the year. This is uh, the place to be. Rooms are awesome. A lot of uh, great things going on this at the U is They
5: put the recruits up. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's it's. I, I I every time I walk in here now, I think about the one day I was leaving after we got done with the show, and Mullen and I, I get. I think it was Emery and Anthony were all sitting there, and he was he was very passionate in what he was trying to tell. Them. Tell those guys and uh, about dealing with the pressure and dealing all. You could tell didn't work out, but <laughs> but it was just interesting to see this this uh, impassioned speech that he gave to him. But you know, obviously, like I said, didn't work out.
6: No,
0: it did not.
5: You yeah. know who else it didn't work out for hmm. last night? Please tell me you didn't have Kadarius oh, Tony on your fantasy team.
0: That was really bad, and and I think very uncharacteristic from what we saw and and maybe it just when when things go bad you start thinking and well, it gets even worse he's just he, not mentally strong
5: he had an mcl injury before and and he was he didn't really get to practice as much i'm not making excuses yeah there's no excuse for dropping i mean they said he dropped three i think he dropped five but um certainly i mean the game kansas city's gonna roll yeah they win the, win the game if he and also, catches a few balls the ball deflects and uh brian branch runs it back for a touchdown and all of a sudden oh we got a game now mm-hmm. so and it was a perfect uh, throw yeah uh, and I then mean,
0: the the drive at the end that would have put him in uh, field goal range lets that one go through his hands although it was a little behind him but still nfl receivers make that catch he,
5: he, well yeah and the thing is I, I will say this kadarius tony when he got to florida i remember he was a quarterback yeah and uh in fact i remember interviewing him after the game at mississippi state when he threw the double pass mm-hmm. Um, he was great, great to talk to. I, I root for that guy to do well. Um, but when he was here, he was, they had to teach him how to become a good receiver, and it took about two and a half years. Yep. And then, all of a sudden, he started latching on to the ball. So, I know, I it, yeah, like you said, it's very uncharacteristic for where he had gotten to. And, um, and, obviously, last year was very good. We had huge catches for him. I thought Mahomes handled it perfectly after the game, and he said um, – I'm going to need this guy to, to do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. If he if – he, I can't win without having a, a Kadarius Toney, you know, because I need that kind of a player uh, for for them to uh, be able to go where they want to go, which is to win it all. I mean, there's no there's – no, uh, there's nothing better than that. I mean, not, nothing – no goal is going to be there besides winning the whole thing for the Chiefs. There's not many teams that can say that, but that's, they're one of them.
0: Yeah, but give De- Detroit credit. That's yeah. uh, certainly an organization that has not been good for a really long time, and this is year three now for uh, for that staff. And Dan Campbell was, I think, 0-10-1 to start, and then he was 0-6 the next year. So getting win number one in that place against the Super Bowl champs is is a pretty big deal. Well, and it was cool to see. Anzalone out there and Chauncey out Golly, there, was, flying all over the place. There
5: were Gators everywhere. I yeah. mean, the whole story was Jawan Taylor, how he never lined up in the line of scrimmage, yep. except on running plays. And Collins was going, "Well, you can tell if it's a running play or not because <laughs> he's getting up on the line." Then and um, well, then they
0: finally called it. Yeah, on the last it drive,
5: was, it was pretty blatant that last one. He he was early too, and then um, so you had him, Anzalone, Chauncey. Kadarius, and there was a fifth guy. I'm trying to think of who it was. I'm going blank on it for a minute. There was a fifth Gator, anyway. I th- I saw where the list came out, and uh, for the for all the conference, or uh, for the uh, college teams, how many guys are the most? And obviously, Alabama's number one. I think Georgia's number three, uh, but Florida's right right in there. But I think they had 36 or 34 uh, players on NFL rosters. So, and I think they were like sixth or seventh, you know. In the whole country?
0: They're 7th with 35. Bama leads it with 57. Georgia's got 49. Ohio State, 48. LSU, 43. And then Michigan, Clemson, and Florida. So is that bad, though? When you hear that, when you say the Gators have the 7th most amount of players in the NFL, and you see what the record has been lately?
5: I I will tell you this. I want to go back, and I want to do this, and I meant to do it today, and I'm going to probably do it over the weekend. How many of those guys were Dan Mullen recruits? Not not many. Mm -hmm. I mean, he inherited some really good players, and I will say this. I think Dan did a good job of developing guys. He developed Kyle Pitts. He developed uh, Kadarius to be a a good receiver. I mean, he he did a good job of developing guys, uh, but just didn't want to recruit, so, and I think that's I, I, just off the top of my head. I think most of them were McElwain recruits, uh, which is, uh, you know, I I think McElwain was an underrated recruiter at Florida. Now he was, I don't know what you would call it—not overrated, but because nobody rated him high. But being a uh, being a UAA employee. That's the best way to put it, you know. To to be a guy, you need you want to be, have a guy that's uh, understands how important everything is around here. And he he never did get that, and you know, always criticizing the fans and everything. But anyway, that, that we don't need to bring that up anymore. The bottom line is he was a really good recruiter, and he recruited really good players, and a lot of them a lot of them are in the NFL. Well, I'll get that number for you for Monday show.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, it's it's fascinating for sure when you see that. Now I think that was my first reaction was, Man, Gators have all those guys in the NFL, but where have the some of were, victories been?
5: Some of them were Must Champ recruits too. Yeah, there's there's
0: guys been in the league for a while. Yeah. Um, and and obviously you can count Townsend and guys like that, that are going and kickers that aren't gonna be a, a huge influence. That's
5: that's the fifth guy was Tommy Townsend. Yeah. Uh but I will say this, he was a transfer. Mm-hmm. He wasn't recruited, so um you know i mean yeah it seems like there was still one more maybe there were six guys in that game but anyway yeah so you're right though i mean it's it's um a lot of gators out there and i knew it was gonna be a big number because every game i would watch and i don't even know how many guys didn't make it that i thought would make it guys like freddie swain got cut um that uh you know has been in the league for a while but um there's are certainly uh, plenty of them out there, There's no doubt
6: about it.
0: That there is. Well, if you're out there and you want to chat about uh, the game tomorrow or just what you're looking forward to about getting back to the swamp and just back to the atmosphere, the tailgating, all the things that are going on. I, I know certainly it's uh, not that big appeal of a game, but you get to go to, to a football game, one of just six you'll be able to go to this year. So some of the things you're looking forward to, we're looking forward to uh, – that we can see in the background a little bit is the uh, Ben Shelton match. So for us, bennies and beers at the, uh, the UF Hilton as we uh, get after it. Nick is back in the studio. He will take your phone calls today, 392-8255. We'll take a break, open up our Titan MRI hotline, and get after it here on the tailgate.
2: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN,
7: 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Zach Weiss. Former Gator national champion Ben Shelton is currently facing Novak Djokovic in the 2023 US Open semifinals. At last look, Shelton leads 2-1 in the second set after Djokovic won the first set 6-3. Florida redshirt sophomore defensive back Dakota Mitchell is medically retiring from football, he announced earlier this afternoon. Mitchell had yet to see game action as a Gator. Tomorrow, the Gators football team will be facing McNeese State, where Florida will be making their highly anticipated season home opener. Catch coverage right here beginning at 3.30 with kickoff set for 7.30. Florida volleyball takes on Clemson tonight in the second night of the Gators' Invitational Tournament. Coverage begins right here at 6.45. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Weiss.
2: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
8: Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jameel, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports cards. whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck, we have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh, all the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well mealypops.com that's another way you can interact with the store or you can just come into the shop we're located off 39th avenue by i-75 behind walgreens and Sunnys. stop on by we're open every wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday and you can check us out on our social media platforms instagram tiktok whatnot facebook twitter and youtube we'd love to see you come on out to the shop have some fun We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75, behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators!
0: Well, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too.
10: Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app.
5: Wow, this is a good debate.
10: Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra, limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me.
11: If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Meldon Law. We won't back down.
0: Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. Servpro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators.
2: Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 a.m. WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You know what
5: I was watching last night? I, I, you know, I, <clears throat> when I go to bed, I like to watch, uh, like, all these videos that come up on Facebook. And a lot of times it's like old shows or, or old Saturday Night Lives and everything like that. Uh, last night, just coincidentally, came across Buffett on Letterman. Letterman was young, so it, this would have been a long time ago. And he sang two songs right there, and one of them was Come Monday, which is a tremendous song. And I cannot get the song out of my head. And all day today I've been going, what is that lyric at the end where he says, um, I spent – we remember that night in Montana, and I can never remember the rest of it. I had to look it up, but it was – when we left No Room for Doubt. Ah, that's what it is. Okay. So I'm laying in bed, though, and I cannot – think of what it is, so I eventually had to get my phone out <laughs> look it up. But it was it it made me tear up a little bit, you know. What it's a beautiful song. Uh but I did want to ask you something, Jeff. okay um because today it, i totally lay low day. I just laid in my, in my recliner and just watched different things on T V and as I'm watching uh Peter Burns and Chris Doring this morning, they got a great morning show now on on the S C C network. Um I see um scores are posting up there and I go, Well, I sure Florida won easily in volleyball. And then I see three two and I'm like, I gotta ask Jeff what the heck happened there? What
0: Yeah, lost the first set. Um uh, didn't play very well. They they had trouble receiving the serve. So it was it was kinda random. And then all of a sudden they end up losing the first set and you're like, Man, Well, I guess they'll they'll win in four, but that just puts me home 30 minutes later. (laughs) You know, you're expecting a a sweep, and it's going to be really quick. And then they do better in set two. They blow them out. It's like 25 to seven in the third set. So I'm thinking, all right, sweet. Set four will be done and ready to go home. And then they lose the fourth set. And – they could just never separate. It was just alternating points back and forth and then they tighten up Sacramento State. No, I just – I don't know if they took them lightly, but I honestly think that Sacramento State played well. They were – Yeah, the, without
5: seeing one play,
0: obviously, yeah. I,
5: I'm curious. To, to some of the it. hitting
0: was really good. They, they took the right angles on some of the attacks. They went off hands and did a lot of different things at the net that not a lot of people do. They used the middle quite a bit that I think surprised Florida. So, maybe it was one of those where you just you didn't have a lot of film on them, and then you weren't used to what right. they were doing, and they prepare so well for all the other teams that are obviously really, really good. But I'm sitting there thinking, gosh, like Sacramento State should be like in the Elite Eight <laughs> as good as they're playing. And then they you never, the even, never State. even heard of them.
5: Remember that, that year that was it? Oh, Loyal of Chicago yep. came in here and beat the crap out of Florida, and we're like how florida's terrible no they were that good they were that good yeah they went all the way to the final four
0: no but yeah give them give them credit they they played really well they uh very energetic team that played hard and they dug the ball quite a bit and florida just couldn't separate from them
5: i'm sure there is a little bit of hey we just beat number two eight and ten you know now sacramento state's coming all the way across country We're, we're gonna we're gonna handle them and uh, but at least they got the win. They didn't have to worry about that. Remain, yeah, then they undefeated.
0: they went up seven nothing in the fifth set, so you knew it was over.
5: So when she gives them a talk, I would love to know what I I know that most of what she says is technical stuff. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's okay. We need to do this. We need to move people here. We need to, you need to do this and everything. But I but I, I'm curious. i I've, I've never really heard her motivational. You're right there next. It's, to It's it's
0: a lot of motivational stuff and it's a lot of encouraging um you know certainly a few technical stuff but I think she's more of the hey you guys know what to do let's let's find that energy let's yeah. find what you need to do to be successful because you are one of the best teams in the country so I, I think that's the way she does it more and, and certainly when they need a big play they'll set up a, a play and try to make it work and do all that other stuff and just they have, like they you have, would any other sport
5: they have Clemson tonight Yep, I think it's, And it's on. I think it's on the SEC network. Oh, yeah? Actually, yeah. So I may, I may put it on the second TV, but I will be watching the uh, Illinois-Kansas um, game. That game might be interesting. What's
0: wrong with watching Santa Fe against Palacca? You already told me it was a dog game.
5: That's the only reason I would. Uh, I guarantee you at some point, though, I will flip it over there just to hear your dulcet tones. Right. Like, I don't get enough of you. Yes. Here on the radio. That'll be
0: the uh, the high school game of the week. And, you know, again, high school football getting after it uh, all across north central Florida. Hawthorne uh, really, really good. Buholtz has been good through their first two games. That'll be a fun one tonight. It's Buholtz. And, and a much improved east side team. You know, after Anthony Richardson left, they they weren't really any good. But well, they've turned some things around. And there's no more Reichardt House anymore. So all those dudes are going to play football at east side. And they, they've they been pretty good. So, I don't think uh, Buchholz needs to take Eastside lightly at all tonight. And we'll see what GHS can do, and, you know, certainly I'll I'll be there at Santa Fe. But, yeah, always fun to get these uh, high school kids going. And Williston, after we saw them week one, was really, really they good. They looked
5: real. I watched a lot of that game. Yeah. They, they, I, that's how desperate I was for football. I watched that game. But uh, Williston-Chiefland. Yep. Yeah. It's and, cheaper in Chaflin. And Williston, I thought, looked like a really good football team, and then I realized who their coach was, and I understood why.
0: That it is. All right, we understand you want to talk to us, so let's do it. We'll uh, get to the phone lines and get J.D. to join us to kick it off. Hey, J.D., welcome to the tailgate.
12: Hey, hey, Jeff uh, and Pat. Pat, i I got a question for you. Did you know Matt Hayes at the uh, Times Union?
5: Did I know him? I still
12: know him, yeah. yes. Okay, okay. Evidently, he, he wrote a, a pretty big – I have not read the article, but I, Steve alluded to it at 12 o'clock. Kind of a, a hit piece on on uh, Coach Napier. Um And I don't remember all the particulars, but,
5: you so know. it's an easy target right now for people. It's an yeah, easy target. You know,
6: uh, I mean, they, they, uh,
5: like I gave you that stat, uh, 7 and 18 against Power 5 teams in our last 25 games. So they're an easy target yeah. for everybody
12: yeah th- this was napier specific though and uh, you know a lot of the things he he said you know <laughs> that many of us have brought up and thought but you know we're we're gators so you know it's one thing for us to say it it's another for an outsider to uh to say it and and you know your hair stands up when you get these these guys it, it seems like a like a hit piece uh but basically it was 39 million dollars and you know, by at the end of year two, he's going to have to hire a play caller, and and then by the end of year three, if things don't get going, then we're out thirty nine millions. We got thirty nine million. We got to start over again. Um, there's A lot of noise. That's why you don't do that.
5: That's why you don't make a move like that because you're starting yeah, well, all over. I, I, yeah,
12: absolutely, I, absolutely. But, but I mean, with that kind of noise in the system, uh, hopefully we can win a game or two. I just, I just hate. You know, like like I say, you know, if, if you're a Gator, you might say or think these things, but you know, when an outsider, I think
6: I think well, Matt's not is. that much
5: of an outsider. He covered Florida for a long time, and and uh, he's still a very good friend of mine. In fact, he's been on our show. And but I mean, look, I I understand where the criticism comes from. Um, however, I I do believe that um, you know th- this is we're one game into the season. Yeah, I do, right, I, right. I, I do but I do, look, I when Billy Napier came here and all of a sudden they hired 95 assistants and everybody's like, and we're looking at the numbers and the amount of money they're spending, and we're like, wow, okay, this better work. Well, just because it did, hadn't worked so far through 14 games doesn't mean it's not going to work. It's a right. system and that can work. It's There's no guarantee that it will, but it's a system that certainly can
4: work.
12: Well, yeah, and I think, I think, and, and, and Jeff probably sees he's closer. Jeff, you're probably closer, but, you know, there's a lot of questions in people's minds, uh, like, okay, we got, you know, a cast of thousands over there in the office. What, what are they doing? Because it's sure not showing up, uh, has yet to show up on the other than that South Carolina game last year. Uh, I don't really know what, what, what we're looking at. And, and people cannot help in year two with Heifel at Tennessee.
5: Uh, yeah, they
3: weren't really great. What's year three of Heupel,
5: it, right? I'm sorry. Year three of Heupel.
12: I can. What was it, two or three? I thought it was. Yeah, two. he.
5: Well, he had. Well, this will be. A, this is his third year.
6: Yeah.
12: Yeah, yeah, it was year two. You could kind of see where it was going in year two. Um, yeah, you know, and I think we're yet to see where we're going. I was thinking Matt Hayes was an Arizona State guy. That's why I'm saying that. I, I you know. Oh, no. Straight, no, he, no.
6: In
5: fact I okay. think Matt went to UF. I'm not sh- I'm not 100% sure about
0: that, but I I've, and I've okay. covered a
5: million Florida games with Matt and um but look, I mean th- 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 there are pretty simple numbers that you can quote and talk about and write about um but I'm not going to go crazy. I mean, look, I jumped on Billy pretty good too after the first game. Um Yeah. Well, we th- all did. But, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, it, it, that we weren't expecting that team to have th- those problems, and he wouldn't expect it. Nobody was more surprised at the way Florida played yeah, than Billy, than Billy, Billy Napier. Napier.
0: And, and I got that straight from him, J.D. I think, you know, he was completely shocked. Said it to me b- before the game that he expected him to play well, and then after the game said he didn't expect him to, to do that. So there they were some really intense practices this week. They, they got after it pretty good, and, you know, I, I think those guys – expect better and I think you know again not only Billy Napier but you you talked about everybody in that building I think everybody in that building had to kind of check themselves and say man what are we doing what are we not doing to get to these kids right and make all this kind of stuff happen so they looked in the mirror and did a lot of different things and I would expect certainly improvement against a team that they'll destroy but if it if it happens it again against Tennessee, t- no. <laughs> but if it happens again against Tennessee, then I, I think then we're starting to see something that just isn't translating from the coaches to the players. But if you well, see it well, well then uh listen, there was good I mean, you mentioned the, the South Carolina game. Look at A A and M. I mean they went up oh, to A yeah. and M and did really good things and Richardson played well, so
5: one of those games where Anthony, and it's almost
0: like he played better on the road, All, you know. Well, except, except for Vandy. Yeah. Well, yeah.
12: Was, well let me, let me uh, ask you yeah. this, particularly, particularly on offense. I, I You know, people are calling in and talking about how great the defense is. I, I'm not there yet. I got to see it against Tennessee. I got this guy that's scared in my gut that we might get boat raced against Tennessee, but I don't know. You I know, thought we'll, that we'll, last we'll, year, too. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'll, you know, that's to be seen. But in a perfect world, when things are clicking like they should be, let's say three, four years, and we slowly improve, slowly improve, and year four or five, what what will we look like on that? What's what? A, what what? What is our identity? What what are we? I mean, you know what Josh Heifel, You know, uh, well, uh, who else would I throw out there? What? They, you know, Saban. The, the the their offensive identity changes a little bit. As per every offensive corner they bring in there, but uh, what will we look like? What are we? Uh, are we always going to well, be a run?
5: I, I think it's going to depend on who's playing quarterback. You know, I yeah. mean, I certainly mean, you're not going to run, you're not calling a bunch of uh, read options with Graham Mertz in there, but you ran you ran him with Richardson, and some yep. days he didn't want to care, keep the ball, and some days he did, and well, you know. Well, I understand.
12: I, I understand particularly the the run game, and particularly with these new rules. You know, if you're up by 14 points and you can run the ball, the way these new rules are—that with a clock, you, you can pretty much, you know, just run the game out. I mean, I know these rules are—I'm yet to get a hold of all of it, but uh, uh, I think if you get 10, maybe two scores ahead, and you can run the ball, you, you're gonna, you're gonna win. So maybe that's what we're shooting for. I don't know. Well, the new rules maybe change things
1: a little bit.
12: But uh, anyway, I'm going right. to hang
5: up and listen. Thanks, guys. All right, JD. Well, that's the problem is they you, you got to get ahead and that's they they've been playing from behind for this entire four game four games losing streak. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't think they well, they did have a lead on FSU at one point. Uh, I don't think they I don't know if they ever led Vanderbilt which uh, um and obviously never led uh Oregon State, and never – do they ever have a lead against Utah? No, never had a lead against Utah. So, yeah, they're playing from behind. That's the problem. I mean, I, I said before the season I thought that the new rules would help Florida control the clock and everything. But if you're playing from behind all the time, you know, you're down 24-3 at the start, pretty much at the start of the second half.
0: Not a it good recipe yeah. for success. Yep. All right, always a success when we talk to Byron, so let's do it. Hey Byron, welcome to the tailgate.
13: Well, good afternoon to both of you. Good to talk to you. It's the start of the season, so you expect you're going to hear a little football from me. And if I may interject briefly, and you probably talked about this, I'm watching Ben Shelton on TV right now playing tennis, and I think he's behind. Yes. He so uh, I yeah, am happy for gonna him. He's probably
5: going to lose the second set and both sets. Look, you know, I, looks that just to get just to get to the semifinals. And play the arguably one of the greatest players of all time, and and, oh, yeah. and, and, a, and a, on a court where he plays well, except when he's can't come over here because of the back vaccine. Um, so he's having nobody. Let me tell you what. No matter what happens today, Ben Shelton's going to say, "What a great, what a great U.S. Open well, that was."
13: Yeah, and I'm happy for him. And there are Gators in the fan. Excuse me, Gators in the stands cheering you on. So I'm delighted about that. Yeah,
5: his dad's one.
13: Yeah, he's got them. Well, we got some college football. I'm looking forward to this weekend. It starts tonight. I think there's a a game on tonight. Indiana, yeah, 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 Indiana no, State. Il- Indiana,
5: Indiana State. But there's Il- Illinois and uh, Kansas is probably the best. Oh yeah, game. Illinois oh, was okay. very lucky. I watched the end of that game, the Toledo game, and they were very lucky to to drive down and kick a field goal at the end to to win by yeah. two. Um, so oh. I'm not sure how good they are, but Kansas, of course, was a Feel-good story of last year. We'll see if they can keep it together oh, this yeah, year.
13: I think that's the one I will watch tonight. I I looked at uh, ESPN2 or whatever it was, and I think they're carrying the game, so I'll probably watch oh, yeah, that. yeah, they are. Yeah. Jeff, wants you to watch, uh, noon?
5: Jeff wants you to watch uh, Santa Fe and uh, Palacca.
13: Oh, I, I'm sure I can get that on my uh, Android phone. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. I can watch you on Android, can I, buddy? Probably. Some way, somehow. <laughs> I always
5: liked it when I when it's raining out and he has one of those Friday night games, I always want to see what the situation is for Joe, you know. <laughs> And flip over there and go and it's like pouring and he's like you can see him shivering.
13: <laughs> well what about tomorrow now, Jeff Back? I think it's uh Fox at uh, uh Colorado at Nebraska at noon or something like that. Yeah. Is that correct? There's an eleven
5: AM game in Nashville tomorrow, so I mean, I'm living yeah. real AM. Um, yeah, right. So there's, All but there, right, it, right. this is the weekend we should have gotten last weekend. Last weekend, really, when you looked at the um, the games that were being played, was not a great weekend, and it certainly yeah. Saturday was really because you had the, the 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 games that were featured were Thursday and Sunday, and then Saturday was really not much. But yeah. this is the weekend we uh, we we the kind of weekend we look forward to. It's going to be a blast.
13: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. All righty, uh, oh, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, I guess I'll be switching back and forth between the Gators and the East, and uh, and also Alabama and Texas. So that'll give me two games to watch tomorrow night.
5: Yeah, at least two. There's there's a bunch of games, so it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be a fun weekend. I, hopefully, the games All are right. as good as as uh, advertised.
0: All right, Pat Jeff, have a good weekend. All right, Byron, appreciate you. Let's uh, snag a break, and we'll come back. Live from the No-Name Lounge, we're at the UF Hilton just outside of Shula's, hanging out, having some fun here on the tailgate.
2: All on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM,
0: WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number cfc 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now is the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, We'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your A.C. unit is at the top of its game, a call to crystal air and water is one you want to make.
2: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
9: We could still see a few thunderstorms pop up through this evening, but there will be some dry time. Tonight will be nice and quiet and not feeling too bad. Lows around 70. Your Saturday starts off muggy with a mix of clouds and sunshine, then rain is likely heading into the afternoon and evening. Highs will end up close to 90. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George.
6: It's a
2: bird! It's a plane! the the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick.
14: It's a big win against TCU, but our job is not to root for Deion Sanders, you know, like he's calling out people. People have a job to do and they're assessing it. now. If you say they're going to get blown out or uh, they have no chance, okay, then you can keep a receipt.
2: The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 and right here on WRUF.
1: This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida.
15: And you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
16: This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we're
5: back here at the No
16: Name Lounge here at the Hilton having
5: a what we do on Fridays, which is come here, enjoy ourselves. Gators, come here. Have a nice meal, a lot of meetings, last-minute meetings, over things. I want to stand up in front of that meeting. I'll straighten those guys out. Let me tell you what. Next guy jumps off sides, you're on the bench.
0: You think you ever do that?
5: Uh, that's Spurrier's answer to everything. I know that. And, and Sit I, him down. I don't disagree with him, but, you know, like he said, like Kirby needs to – kick one of those guys off, you know, if you if they, all these guys are involved with speeding, but um he, that was what he did. He 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 never felt like uh a- anybody on his team was above the rules and you know he he would straighten them out.
6: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, there's uh I guess a few rules, but not many. Just go and uh, get your picks in uh, again if uh, if you've been listening all week, we've been telling you to Get into uh, our picks contest. All you have to do with that is uh, send me an email. The email address is thetailgate, W-R-U-F, at gmail dot com. I'll send you a link to uh, to get into the picks contest, and then each week we will give away some uh, good old stuff from uh, Tri Eagle, our friends at uh, Budweiser, and all the uh, the great things that they got going on. Some Gator swag and uh, a lot of different things. So uh, the the pick deadline will be before the games tomorrow. So, I will try to get to you tonight i've already sent a, a bunch out to uh, to people that are asking so again if uh, if you want to do it i 'll check the email later after the high school game tonight but the tailgate w r u f at gmail dot com say i want in i'll send you the link with the uh, the password you can get in and we'll uh, we'll have some fun throughout the year and we'll Maybe I I did send the link to Dooley, uh, so if he actually yeah, checked his to, email, he needs to get in there. and.
5: I need to get in that, and I need to get in the quarterback club. I didn't do that. I forgot. Uh-oh. There's a game tonight that's on the thing, so uh-oh. maybe I'm out already. You better do it. By the way, Pizza Bill uh, sent me a th- – these are the Gators that were playing last night. C.J. Johnson, Anzalone, James Houston, who I always forget is yeah. a former Gator. Because he wears 41. I know. I I should remember that. What Maybe – The most underappreciated and
0: underused
5: player in the history of Florida football. Well,
0: they had other guys. He's
5: an NFL player, though. I know,
0: but they had other guys there. Well, he should have played more than he played.
5: Um, Tony, Taylor, Townsend, Carlos Dunlap, who I didn't even know was. I I knew he was. I thought he was on one of those teams, but I didn't um, know he was. uh, I didn't notice him in the game. Lots of games. Again, I didn't watch the first half or so. Stupid. Well, I was I was out.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're uh, we're not out of calls. We got a bunch of them, so let's get back to it and get Craig to join us next. Hey, Craig, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Pat. How are you guys doing? Great, How's man. Friday. You too.
15: Hey, uh, Pat. Real quick. Also, on uh, on that song, isn't it? As a Jimmy Buffett fan, he passed away on Labor Day weekend, just like his song says. Oh, in, yeah. In, 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 that, in that same song. So on
5: a Labor Day kind of, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, a great song. I, it's it's my favorite by far, uh, Buffett song. I mean, I'm not a yeah. big parrot head, but I love. I mean, I love a lot of his songs, but um, that that's my favorite. Come Monday,
15: yeah. Uh, it's so many good memories. It's just also good times when you went to one of his places. I remember taking my kids, and Grand came in and did the water slide. To, you know, sitting out there with the kids and having a good time. It's always a good time at one of his places to, even if he wasn't there. Well,
5: you've got that retirement village down in, um, I think it's in Daytona area. Daytona, yeah. it is, yeah. Is that where
15: you're yeah, going to uh, end um, up? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my my question for this, and I, I, listen, I'm not saying you can do anything this year. you got to wait till the end of next year or the following year. But how much is this hire and then the golden hire tied to Scott's future at UF? I mean, you're seeing, again another NIL issue, and listen, NIL is, there's no rhyme or reason or or rules to that, it's still being settled, but does Florida need someone a little bit more who embraces NIL, and then, you know, I'm not saying Scott's a bad guy, but, you know, when basketball and football don't do well, the school doesn't do well from a financial perspective.
5: Yeah, but they also have had one year with these coaches, so I'm going to, I'm certainly going to think the jury's out on both guys um but you know is it tied in yeah you're absolutely right i mean it, it, i think scott does a great job in a lot of places but the one that hasn't panned out right now is uh, has been uh these two hires that he made uh last year and uh i think they will i i really like todd i think he he knows what he's doing but it's hard it's not just the nil but it's also hard just like Jeff was just giving you those stats on Alabama, LSU, Georgia, players in the NFL, you know what that leads to? More players in the NFL because more people want to go to those schools because they put the most people in the NFL.
0: Yeah, and, I, you know, I, I get it, and, and maybe I'm a little naive on this because I was here and Jeremy Foley was here for so long, and, and you would know this more than me, Pat. But, I mean, I think Craig asked a great question, but, how many athletic directors get fired because the coach is doing bad? That, like, there, that, there's yeah. not really—I I mean, that I know of. I'm that, trying to think of an AD that's
5: ever been fired here.
0: No, I'm, I'm just talking about even just across the country. No, yeah, I, yeah. I know that there's some, but I just—I don't know if Very that's few. like a like you really have to. I think screw up doing other stuff or just. You know, piss off somebody or exactly. do all that. Like, I don't think you're going to fire Scott Strickland because the football coach isn't that good or well, the basketball good. coach isn't that good because I think everything that he's done other than those hires, so to speak, has been amazing. The facilities, the the way the improvements are for the fans and right. his interaction with people, the way he goes about it. I mean, the guy was on the college football playoff committee, for God's sake. So I think there's a lot of people nationally that think this guy's pretty darn Absolutely. good so i don't i don't know craig i, 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 I mean agree, to me
15: I agree. I agree jeff i think he's a great guy and i and listen the all-around sports program in the u.s is probably the best it's ever been but the the ones that that stand out the most and, and listen I, I was at a game last year You know, i, I live in vegas I, I flew down to see south carolina i went to the kennesaw state florida basketball game and, and what i saw from basketball as the year went on it was just an office that was just just a disconnect too. And, you know, I understand it's year one, it's a big move from San Francisco Absolutely. to Florida to, to power five. And I understand Billy, you know, Louisiana, I know he's worked in the power five, but when you're the CEO of the club, you know, it's a little bit different when you're running that too, is there's, I'm not saying now, but you just need those programs to start showing something. And I think the, the biggest thing I think for Billy was this was a Thursday night Everybody had their eyes on this game. Sure. I think that this was tucked in on Saturday with some other games going on. Maybe we're all not as that. But, you know, as as Gators here, we're a little bit kind of embarrassing to watch, too. And, you know, these are Scott's hires. And, you know, at some point, you know, if things don't work out and you keep choosing the wrong guy, maybe Scott moves into a different role. Maybe he's just removed from the AD or selection process. But at some point or another, you know, ADs move on to in different roles inside of the athletic department, and maybe that's what you do, not to so much fire him because you respect the work that he's done. But at some point or another, you've got to get the return on investment for the money he's spending for the hires.
5: Okay. Well, and I will say this. If you ask how much is his future tied to football and basketball, it's definitely tied to football. I don't think it's tied to basketball, to be honest with you. I don't, I, I, look, we all want Florida basketball to be good. Uh, but if Florida football's good and basketball's not, nobody's going to – Yeah, it know, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
15: I, I don't know. I, I still it's such a diehard Gator Hoop. I go back to the Norm Sloan days. And I, well, I'm a, when, it, it matters have, to I you, know you but I'm just saying <laughs> Yeah, and then, listen, I remember when Don DeVoe was running the, with the four corners and Livingston Chapman quit the team. I, mean, I remember all those things. So, I, you know, I, I love Gator Hoops too just as much as football. I remember when, when there the was a –
5: peach basket up there so that's the first games i covered <laughs> no
0: yeah great great call craig and, and certainly fascinating to uh to think about it's just i don't know i
5: again i don't want to overreact to yeah. any, to to one game but
0: then think all right so when muschamp was hired he was he was the guy that i think so many people wanted in the country so and when, just because he didn't turn into being that good right It's not the fault of the athletic director at the time because he was the coach-in-waiting at freaking Texas. So you pull him away from that, that was a really big get, and a lot of people were excited. Napier, the same thing. Napier had several offers the previous year, decided not to go from SEC schools, and then Florida was a nice fit for him. Florida did something to talk him into it. He was a very hot coach that a lot of people wanted, and just because he hasn't done all that good yet, it's, I don't know if it's Scott Strickland's fault. Like, when he was hired, I think a majority of every Gator fan would probably say, man, yeah, that's the guy that we wanted. Well, the the problem with the Napier hire, although I, I don't think it was a
5: in any way a bad hire, the problem is that Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley got hired the same year. Yeah. That's where you everybody kind of goes, Well, wait a minute, why can't we get that? Why didn't we get Belichick? He was available, I think. Maybe I don't know. Um, I just I'm just not going to overreact to to this, but it it is tied to football. I mean, if, if football is where you make the most money, that's where you generate yeah, the income. That's part for of the uh, boosters.
0: All right, we got to get a break. We'll do that. Come back. Get a few more phone calls to wrap up the hour here at the No Name Lounge, the UF Hilton, all the way until six o'clock. It's the tailgate. <laughs>
2: Center. here's what's trending now on
7: ESPN,
2: 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
7: Good afternoon, I'm Zach Weiss. Former Gator national champion Ben Shelton is currently facing Novak Djokovic in the 2023 U.S. Open semifinals. At last look, Djokovic led two sets to zero. Florida redshirt sophomore defensive back Dakota Mitchell is medically retiring from football, he announced earlier this afternoon. Mitchell had yet to see game action as a Gator. Tomorrow, the Gators football team will be facing McNeese State, where Florida will be making their highly anticipated season home opener. Catch coverage right here, beginning at 3:30, with kickoff set for 7:30. Florida volleyball takes on Clemson tonight in the second night of the Gators Invitational Tournament. Coverage begins right here at 6:45. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Weiss.
2: ESPN 98.1
0: FM, 8:50 a.m. W R U F. Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the Docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at TheAutoER.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to.
3: Total control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net.
17: The diamond buying opportunity of the year is happening this weekend at International Diamond Center. It's IDC's three-day bridal event where you can buy like a dealer buys. Rare, precious GIA certified diamonds, all shapes, all sizes, all at rock bottom prices. Rounds, ovals, princess cuts, cushion cuts, emerald cuts, all natural, perfectly cut diamonds. Certified by the most prestigious gem labs in the world. Get the best prices of the year and take advantage of 36-month zero interest financing on any purchase. And for this event, you can match that diamond with a perfect ring from Takori or Viragio. Both world-class designers are flying in their entire collections for this come join us as we open the idc vault and showcase the largest selection of diamonds you've ever seen in one place at prices you never thought possible and get three years zero interest financing it's this friday saturday and sunday exclusively at international diamond center at celebration point unapproved credit
9: This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
3: This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
5: All right, we are back here at the No Name Lounge, here at the Hilton, home of the Gators. Let's go ahead and get back to the phones, so we are we are loaded up with phone calls. Who's
0: up next? Here? Yeah, Philip will uh, finish up the hour. Hey, Philip, welcome, man. Hey, do I need to send some
3: Xanax to some of these people to calm them down? This is getting ridiculous. Let me tell you, everybody out there, forget about what Hayes wrote. He's a, he's a reporter up here in Jacksonville. He's a Jaguar guy. He doesn't do much college. He, let me tell you how much he knows. Four years ago, we were looking for a coach. He was doing everything he could, screaming from the rooftops, we should hire Dan Mullen. Well, how did that one go? This genius reporter screams out Dan Mullen, we're ridiculous if we don't get this guy. Dan Mullen's the guy, well, if he's a reporter, if he'd have done any kind of reporting, he'd have gone out to Mississippi State and talked with the beat writers and found out, wow, this guy doesn't like to recruit. Who would have known that? Maybe do some reporting. So he's riling everybody up because this clown writes an article. Guys, Billy Napier inherited the worst talent that any other coach coming in did. Way past him from, from Spurrier on, at least everybody had some, some um, food in the kitchen to cook with, okay? Mullen left less than nothing. So the guy comes in. Does anybody forget the scores last year? I know they all talk about, oh, what was the record? You'll pull your head out of you know what. Look at the games. Every game was winnable. We lost many games by seven. By 10 points, we were there in every single game. Yep. But we're going to be stupid and yak and whine. You know, this guy has an incredible class coming in. He's, my goodness, he just brought in 40 new guys. They all have to learn to play together, okay? Go back and watch the tape. Stop listening to news reporters. Do this. Go out to YouTube. You'll find college coaches that they love to break down film. I've already watched. Last week I watched one over an hour on every offensive play. The guy's like, look, the offensive line is struggling. But every play Billy called – if he had an extra second or two and the offensive line could block, they were wide open because of the way their defense was playing. He was running slant routes behind the linebackers because they were shooting every gap to stop the run. If he had an extra second or two, that's offensive line. If they get better, we're not talking about, oh, what terrible plays. You're going to be going – we were hammering them downfield because they were committing to the run and were throwing right over the linebackers. Receivers were, were getting open. So then last night I sat down watching hour tape from a college coach breaking down the defense, and he showed, wow, what a difference from last year, how they play defense to this year, the recognition, and as the game went on, how much they showed a few of the breakdown plays, the the breakdown plays that happened that cost a little bit. Billy Napier, you know, he's not going anywhere. I wish these people would just comment, hey, everybody's, oh, Florida State, Year two for him, he lost to Jacksonville State. But they weren't stupid enough to fire the guy. Every year he got a little better. But everybody's all panicking. Kelly right now, they're barbecuing him in Louisiana because he lost again. Hypo uh, fell into a quarterback in his lap that could throw the ball. Let's see what this Milton kid can do this year. It was a perfect storm for him. The guy's building a fantastic class. When we start getting more Florida players and we start building this roster, it's gonna be fine this nonsense that people are going through is just ridiculous. take a break get a beer and enjoy life We'll be fine
6: I'm I like it
3: guys
0: Thank you Philip We'll uh, take a break and enjoy a beer yeah since he told I, us I, to I, he, he, we're under doctor's order that's know. right <laughs> all right that is uh, hour number one and you know there's a lot of truth to what uh, he just said back with a whole nother hour from the UF Hilton the no-name lounge here on the tailgate.
2: WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. You spoke, we
16: listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever.
17: Is joint pain, soreness, and achiness getting in the way of your best life? Football legend Emmett Smith refuses to back down to pain. That's why he's a huge advocate for
16: QC Kinetics and their natural approach to getting you relief. Look, we get one trip around. So I wouldn't ever let pain stop me from hanging out with my race team, traveling with my family, or golfing with my friends.
17: hammett has got it right. And QC Kinetics uses regenerative medicine to relieve that never-ending pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, and back. And the best news, there's nothing foreign being introduced into your body. Just your own body's natural
16: healing properties. No surgery or no downtime. The pain's holding you back. Maybe it's tennis, pickleball, running, hiking, or spending time with special people in your life. What are you waiting for? This is precious time. Get out there and get over to QC Kinetics. Call QC
15: Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550.
10: I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Kerry himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything
0: for me.
11: If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Meldon Law. We won't.
0: star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc
2: the tailgate with Jeff cardozo and pat is on the air let's do it It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You
1: know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it.
2: Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat.
0: All right, that is us. Welcome, hour two of the tailgate, the last hour of the week. We are live from the No Name Lounge here at the UF Hilton. Great people, great bartenders, yep. and uh, they consistently uh, get after it. So even when uh, just roaming around town looking for a place to do, it's a, a great bar as well. Ginormous, absolutely wraps around four different corners to enjoy and have some fun. Not enjoying. What's going on with Ben Shelton right now? Djokovic is uh, kind of putting to him, but probably expected. I mean, you're yeah, playing exactly. maybe the best tennis player to ever play.
5: I, I mean, I was stunned when he was able – everything he's done has been kind of stunning and surprising. But, you know, obviously uh, Djokovic – you had to beat Djokovic and Alcaraz basically to, yeah, to, you know, uh, the to two best it. players in the world. But, you know, I was thinking about this after that last call, Jeff. I mean – there are two very extreme factions of Gator fans, and I think most of the people kind of are like the crowd at the end of the third quarter where they're sway- they sway back and forth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there are these extreme people that they they want Billy gone after one game, and there's extreme people who don't want him gone ever, and they they, they think he's doing a good-, good job, and they'll they'll eventually, as Billy has said before, there's a reason they were brought in here, and that was because – they were um bereft of talent. That's a good word for you. What does that mean?
6: Means Lack of? It's,
5: well, yeah, it's like what was the qu- the famous quote uh from uh Patino when Billy was gonna take the Florida job? Bankrupt of talent he called. He goes, That program's bankrupt of talent. And Billy came down here and said, Not anymore. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna get I uh, got this. I got this Mike Miller guy Mike that's Miller pretty good. do DuPay and you'd do and uh we're going to be in the finals in uh just four years
0: that was cool all right we uh we've got way more than four calls today and they continue so let's get right back to it and get bill to kick off the second hour of the tailgate hey bill welcome
1: hey thanks guys greetings from nashville um pat i was doing the same thing last night uh before i went to bed i was uh had youtube up and uh and I saw Jimmy Buffett uh, the first time that he was on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. I think it was 81. And he talked about – have you seen that one? Uh,
5: I have not seen that one. The one I saw last night was Letterman. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah.
1: So he talked about writing the song that you were talking about come Monday, and his exact words were he was suicidal in like a Ramada Inn or something out west, Arizona, Mexico, somewhere – and, uh, and he said that, that was what brought about, you know, the lyrics and the song and catapulted his career. And he, he talked about, he was also, uh, on, uh, the last time I guess he was on the tonight show was just a couple of years ago. And in that show, he talked about, you know, the producers, the very first time he went on, uh, Johnny Carson had no idea who he, who he even <laughs> was really. So the producer's like, look, this is what's going to happen. You go out here, you, you sit here, you do song. If he wants to talk to you, he's going to wave you to come over. Now, he's probably not going to wave you to come over. If not, you know, you guys are just going to exit the stage. And uh, he says, well, there were some parrot heads out in the audience that clapped, you know, one of the lyrics. And so he waves me over, and uh, he said, uh, ended up doing 14 more uh, shows on for, <laughs>
5: Yeah, wow. it used to be I mean the the thing with the comics was he would never wave you over on <laughs> the first time. He would give you the okay if you did good, like the symbol for okay. And that, that told yeah. you that was what you waited for. But every once in a while I think I think Jerry Seinfeld was saying he got just got the okay the first time he was out there. But yeah, I mean that he rarely weighed people over the first time they were on a show, uh, when they were performing. So that's quite a you know. a, a feat for Mr. Buffett.
1: Yeah, and something else. I, I mean, growing up in Central Florida at the time that he was popular, actually, I think, you know, I was probably 11 or 12 years old, which I still listen to the same music now, Zeppelin, you know, all these artists I listened to then I'm still listening to now. That was really when I really started getting into music. Jimmy Buffett uh, was on the radio all the time in Central Florida. I was amazed to find out last week that he had only one top ten yeah. hit his entire career Uh, margaritaville was number
5: eight got to be number eight that's as high as it it went and come monday yeah wasn't a top 10 song even though you hear it all the time on all these different uh, classic rock and you know the blend and all that stuff i think it's i think it's one of the great greatest songs ever written to be honest with you
1: yeah i would i would have to agree um on to uh football you know if there's one thing that i've picked up about Billy Napier is he's all about the war and not the battles. Um, and he's battling right now. I know there's, you know, listening to people watch, you know, uh, and reading some of these commentaries by the writers. Everybody's ready to, you know, to throw him out. Um, well, like I, I said, wonder...
5: Florida is an easy target right now. Very yeah. easy target. When you got, yeah. When you lose a game because you make all these mistakes, including the two number threes on the field and all that, and you've got 100 assistant coaches, and everybody's like, how come somebody can't be? It's an easy – it's like, uh, you know, low-hanging fruit for right now for anybody who's writing. But uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm hoping that at the end of the year we'll look back and go, remember when everybody was
1: mad after that Utah game?
5: <laughs> Although I don't well,
1: know. Well, yeah, the opposite of what it was last year. And I, I don't care yeah. if you do win. The Gators were we back,
5: remember? They were number 12. They went to number 12 yeah. after being unranked. They were back. And well, this, they weren't back then, and this, they're not dead now.
1: Exactly. Ex- exactly. But I just wonder at what point could this become a self-fulfilled prophecy? I mean, if you've got all the writers, all a lot of these Gator fans that are turning their back, and you've got 18 and 19 year old kids, 17 year old kids are looking to come to Florida, and they're listening. You know, they're listening to, to all of this static and all this garbage. At what point? you know uh does it become, become
6: a self-fulfilling prophecy i don't i don't honestly
0: is- know how much they listen bill uh, i don't think they listen to media boys yeah you know, I, I hope not yeah it's uh, it's you know they they they're getting calls from people left and right and everything's positive so they're not having even the the moment of time to sit there and go listen it, well i'm going to florida i'm going to go do this
5: it's also a very different world we live in now jeff in that in the old days i mean all you know very well that all the guys who played on those teams in the spurrier era i still have relationships with all of them these guys now yeah. don't don't read newspapers they don't they don't i mean you're yeah, asking were, somebody to go were, online to read matt hayes' yeah. story now i'm again I, I i haven't read it so i, I assume he did a good job because he's a very good writer yeah. but you're asking somebody and, and and why would they go on there to read how bad things are and they're not going to read that so i don't think those kind of things really affect
1: yeah uh, i don't either uh well i hope not but there were some defensive tweets after the game last week by some of the players you know and so yeah and i hope i hope that's exactly right um um i tell you you know there's been a lot of talk about how we need to establish a run game you know what i'd love to see i would love to see us spread this thing out with uh Wilson on one side of the field and Purcell on the other side of the field. Put two tight ends there because our – I don't know, our running backs didn't seem to block too well last week. And just throw it around a little bit. I mean, if these well, guys – That's what they did last game, week.
5: Oh. <laughs> I mean, they oh. threw it way more than they ran it. They threw it uh, 40 – how many times? 44 times. 44, 44 times, times and ran it – they ran it with those two running backs 10 times. So And, again, they yeah. fell behind, so they kind of felt
1: like they had to do that. But um, – Think, uh, I don't think we have receivers in the game I, I mean uh, Wilson had three touches he had three touches um I just I don't know and is is Andy Jean is he is he still hurt I don't know
5: I mean that's that's a good question uh him and mazel both that uh, we thought we'd see a little bit more of them and uh, but again, receivers was not a problem for Florida in this no, game. No, and and
0: yeah, I, I just think no. those guys were just lost a little bit in the depth chart. Yeah. I mean, Pearsall had one catch in the first half, right? And then they obviously said we got to get, we the need ball. to come in. To what he had seven or eight in the second half, yeah. and and that whole drive was dedicated to him. And
5: but when you look at that game, Pearsall did great. Caleb Douglas did great. Yeah, Wilson did yeah. good when he when when they got him the ball. Um, you know, yeah. Jonathan Odom. They they feel like they have a tight end that they can throw the ball to. I mean, that wasn't yeah. the problem. the The problem was, in, no. in one case, a wide receiver lining up wrong. Well,
1: no, the problem was penalties. I mean, yeah, that's we, what I'm we, saying. So, I mean, yeah, with, a wide receiver will, lining up wrong that should never happen. We had we averaged we averaged seven and a half yards on first down, and we also averaged ten yards on third down. How in the world how did, how did that is? That's hard to do. Happen?
5: Although I will say this, when you look at when you look at stats, sometimes it gets skewed. Like for example, um, their their quarterback had whatever his yardage was. Seventy of them came on one play, you know, and that that does right. tend to bump up your yards per play <laughs> when you get seventy on one. So you got to you got to go. You could carry the ball the next ten times and get zero yards, and you'd still be eleven touches for seventy yards. So uh, yeah. it would still be yeah, almost exactly.
1: seven yards a carry. Well, I've got one. Last, I've got one last question. Okay. Um, what do you got as far again? The, the way Billy thinks, I'm sure. I'm sure you want to win the Utah game, but what percentage of our playbook offensively do you think we saw against
0: Utah? Did, is that our playbook, or is is he holding something close to the vest here? The the playbook is way bigger than it was last year. I'll tell you that much. So, and I don't know no, if they, they they held a, a whole bunch close to the vest there, but um you know he he had to open it up the passing game to yeah. try to come back in that game, but there's still a lot of different things and and, and with the run game, certainly you're going to see i mean i I'm telling you against Tennessee, you'll see Pierce Hall in the backfield sometimes, and they'll yeah. have both of those running backs in there together in the backfield, so a lot of different things that they can do that have not been seen yet
1: well. Okay, for, for in, the, in the spring game, for example, the very first pass was to aid myself 30 yards downfield. The, the tight ends dragging. You know, we hit our tight ends. And we did, we did throw our tight ends a little bit, but it, we didn't throw as much as I thought we might, you know, wow. uh, with this rush that we were getting. But anyway, I just, I just think that the way things went on against Utah, I think we may see some things against Tennessee – probably not tomorrow, but some things against Tennessee that we have yet to see.
0: No doubt. Uh, it
1: could change the way people think.
5: Uh, I agree. I think, uh,
0: Thank you, Bill. Appreciate yeah, you.
5: hopefully. Again, I, that's what you want to see. And, again, you want to see a clean performance this week. And, and it's not that we're saying Florida's got to win 100 to nothing. That You want to see a clean performance where they don't make the silly mistakes they made in the first game. You don't want two number threes running out there again. I agree. I would assume that that will never happen again. Definitely not. Travis McGriff is saying, yeah, that was me, man. i never, I never let another number mm-hmm. three out. If you guys field. would have
0: retired it, then it wouldn't have been a problem.
5: Right. He should retire every number, and then they wouldn't have to worry about doubling up on them.
0: That they should. <laughs> All right, let's get a break. We'll come back, continue the conversation. You are listening to The Tailgate here on WRUF.
2: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now
7: on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Zach Weiss. Former Gator national champion Ben Shelton is currently facing Novak Djokovic in the 2023 US Open semifinals. At last look, Djokovic led 4-2 in the third set after winning both of the first two sets. Florida redshirt sophomore defensive back Dakota Mitchell is medically retiring from football, he announced earlier this afternoon. Mitchell had yet to see game action as a Gator. Tomorrow, the Gators football team will be facing McNeese State, where Florida will be making their highly anticipated season home opener. Catch coverage right here, beginning at 3:30, with kickoff set for 7:30. Florida volleyball takes on Clemson tonight in the second night of the Gators Invitational Tournament. Coverage begins right here at 6:45. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Weiss.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF.
15: Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. 2023 is flying by, and suddenly it's football season. Get your friends and family together and come on down to Gainesville's iconic restaurant, Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. At Leo's, we're serving our famous deep dish pizza, heavenly garlic knots, and the ever-popular salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the sexy food pics and the fundraising calendar. And, of course,
0: don't forget to say you heard me on the tailgate. Oh, no, not only salsa do. No. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades.
10: I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me.
11: If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back down
0: emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable no one likes it when something unexpected happens and more often than not you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it but i want to tell you about a company that i've seen firsthand fix things and they were fantastic servpro of gainesville alachua county provides 24 7 emergency water restoration and dryout, fire restoration mold remediation reconstruction And that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators.
2: The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 6, right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF and online at WRUF.com
5: Alright, we are back here at the No Name Lounge at the Hilton. You know where the Hilton is, right? 34th Street. You know where it is, right? You should know where it is. I was
0: going to say, it used to be back where I dominated the courts, Southwest Rec Center back in college. But more people know it as where baseball and softball CPA are now. Yeah. And the Florida Museum of Natural History, which they have a big uh, spider museum going on right now. Are you scared of spiders? No. My wife
5: is. I mean, she's always telling me, you got to come in here as a spider. And I'm like, I walk in there and go, boom, with my hand. She's like, you touched it. I go, yeah, it's dead now.
0: You got it. Uh um, going down the toilet. Pat was mentioning the Braves in the uh in the break. We were talking about uh, the offensive oh, domination yeah. again last night. But I bet you didn't know this, or I wonder if you do know this. Okay. So I turned on the game on the way home after volleyball. Radio. So it's about nine thirty radio. Yeah. So like about the seventh inning. And I hear this voice and I'm like, Oh, that's Darren. Yeah, I did know that. I, I you know, on the way back I think from the
5: quarterback club on a Tuesday night, I I go, is he doing it permanently?
0: No, he's just filling in every now and then. But, but he
5: was he this was a week or so ago, so he's doing. Yeah, it. he
4: started doing
0: it the Kansas City series about a month or two ago, and um, you know he enjoys it. So oh, I texted him, and, and it was cool because the eighth inning, if if you strike out the side, and AJ Minter came in for the eighth inning, if you strike out the side, a dude wins like a utility vehicle. So Minter strikes out the first two. And then he gets two strikes on the third guy, Arenado. So they're all getting all excited, and he grounds out to third to end the inning. But they were one strike away, so I texted Darren. I was like, man, I wish that – damn, I was hoping that dude would win the Ann car or whatever the sponsor was thing. And I said, got to get you to come to a Gator game with me. He's like, "Anytime, we'll do it. So, well, I'm just glad Minter got three outs.
5: Yeah, he – he – Probably is, drives me cra- more crazy than any pitcher in the history of the Braves. And that goes back to Pat Jarvis and Phil Necro. How about okay? that? But he there's times when he comes in there and he just mows everybody down. There's times when he just walks through guys. what he's doing. Gives up a, you know, so it's. Well, I know nobody. I, I do like our closer,
0: though. Okay? Yes, he's so. been very good. And he came in and finished off the game just because he needed some Attaboy. work. boy, I know nobody drives you more crazy than the Cattlemen, so it's a perfect time to uh, bring him in for our Friday conversation with the Cattlemen. Mikey, what's up, man?
11: Gators tailgate. Hey, guys, really enjoying the Vols Gators tailgate show. I'll have a 10-ounce filet, please, medium rare.
0: Yeah, Shula's right here. They hook it up right. <laughs>
11: Hey guys, real quick for you. I'm Jimmy Buffett it out, but uh, one thing on that, um, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy uh, Parrotheads and Deadheads are the same thing, guys. I'm a big Grateful Dead. probably my favorite band. Uh, they only had one or two radio hits: Truckin', Casey Jones, uh, Touch of Grey, and uh, Jimmy Buffett only hits radio, I guess, with Margaritaville. But any Deadhead or Parrothead can give you a hundred songs of each band. It's the same deal. Just, 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 just mix in the the beach and some tiki bars.
5: That's right. Yeah, the smoke's a little bluer at the
11: at the dead contest. Uh... <laughs> hey, hey! before uh, some of your homies ruin San Francisco, Pat, the Bay Area isn't such a bad place either. I love the Bay Area, yeah. Yeah, I no, not anymore. Hey, 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 go go walk around Ch- uh, San Francisco these days and get back to me. Wow. Hey, uh, three things for you <laughs> I guys. Have no
5: plans to do that.
11: <laughs> yeah, hey, dodge the poop. You might want to wear some big boots. You might want to dodge the, the poop out there mm. a little bit. <laughs> Jeff laughing Pat. You know you are too. You just can't you just hate to do it. Hey, uh guys, three things real quick. Interested in the Strickland news, um, interested in two football games and I got a little dark humor joke for you guys on the way out the door. I all think, right. Uh, this'll de- this'll definitely make you laugh, Pat. You you'll be telling uh, the people down at Sheila's this one over uh Margarita here in about an hour. All right guys, let's talk about the first two games I'm interested in real quick. Um you know, Texas, Alabama's getting all the rub, but I'm very interested in Texas A and M Miami mm-hmm. and um, Kiffin versus Tulane. I think those are two really intriguing games this week.
5: Yeah, it's interesting that nobody is picking uh, Tulane to win that game, even though they've got their quarterback back, and that was a guy that I thought I was hoping Florida would get in the portal. But um, and he's, I mean, they've got a pretty good team, but it'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah, there. This, like I said to start the show, this is the Saturday we needed last week. Last week's. Saturday was not that great, and uh, hopefully it's going to be great this week with all those games. But I'm picking Texas. I already picked them. Really? Yeah. I got a feeling that they're going to show that they are really back for the first time.
11: Yeah. Okay. Um, Hey guys, I have an opinion on how I would handle Florida's athletic department, but I don't give advice for free. But I find the the Scott Strickland chatter very interesting. And Jeff, you're kind of right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, you're kind of right. Um, you know, athletic directors wear a lot of hats. I know Strickland and most athletic directors want to build buildings. Fundraising is a very important part of an athletic director's job. Um, you know, compliance, whatever's left to compliance anymore. But, um, where the model breaks down is, is when you get into a coach you know, that needs to produce and the fans are you know, 50-50, whatever, you, do, you want a critical eye on a coach. And, and the model, and any school president will tell you this with a brain, you don't want the athletic director that hired the coach on the hot seat evaluating the coach on the hot seat. Because the biggest fan in Gainesville for uh, Napier is Strickland, because if Napier goes down, he's going down too.
5: He was a big fan of Dan Mullins, too.
11: Right, right. But if you bring in an athletic director who will remain nameless, and I could give you a name, Pat, but I won't, um, then all of a sudden – and this goes to school. This has this, – this no, no. This has nothing to do with any school. It, it, it is school X. When you get a coach, you know, that needs a critical evaluation, you don't want the guy that hired him cause, doing it because he can't. So you, so, you, that's so who's going to make athletic, that
5: evaluation then?
11: Right, no, no that, that's when you fire an athletic director is when you want a critical eye on a coach. And a lot of times the guy that hired the coach isn't that critical eye. That's generally a lot, usually how an athletic director gets fired.
5: And how, how many ADs can you talk about that have been fired because they didn't do a good job with the football hires?
11: Uh, well, you know, um, it, a lot of people ganged up on Mike Hamilton, one of the greatest guys on earth, and uh, he got fired. I mean, uh, they're, they're, there's inter- you know, every school has their own politics. Some schools have very powerful, you know, women's athletic departments, Title IX, and all that that gets in there. Academics, the Drake Group gets in there sometimes. At least pre-COVID, at least pre-NIL, but it's a suit. But generally speaking, when you got a coach coming into year, say, year three. You generally want a new athletic director evaluating a coach coming into a year three. That's generally how a change gets made in that position. Hey, last thing before you guys joke, and I'll clear out. Hey, guys, did y'all ever watch any of these shouting shows, Stephen A. Smith, First Take? Y'all ever watch any of this?
0: I don't. Every now and then, yep. Yep.
11: Skip Bayless?
0: No. (laughs) Not really.
5: Not really. Not in my not if my if you put a gun to my head when I watch that?
14: Yeah,
11: yeah. With, with all the so-so Gator news going around, guys, I saw a huge compliment get paid to a Florida football player today, guys. About knocked me out of my chair. I saw. I don't think it was Skip Bayless. It's some girl. I don't think she had much hair. Might have even had a buzz cut. And she said that Kadarius Tony was the goat. I thought, damn, she's comparing him to Tom Brady. <laughs> he was a yeah, goat I last night. Yeah. Yeah,
0: all hang in there all right <laughs> thank you yeah well, not a good night don't
5: don't laugh at his
0: for Kadarius tony
5: don't laugh at him
0: i wasn't laughing you did you chuckled twice it, that got me thinking though because you know part of our picks again if you want to be uh, in the picks and, and you can uh send an email I'll, I'll try to get you the link by tonight so you can get in the contest for this weekend we've got a lot of people in there to win some great prizes from tri-eagle but Send that email to thetailgate, W-R-U-F, at gmail.com, and I will send you the link. Again, thetailgate, W-R-U-F, at gmail.com. The, the games you have to pick are top 25 games and all SEC games. And the line for that 2 Ole Miss game, seven and a half yeah. for Ole Miss. I know. How would you go on that? It's
5: in uh, – it's at 2 right? Yes. Okay.
0: So how would you go on that one? Seven and a half.
5: Like I have a feeling that last year's darlings, TCU, Kansas, Tulane, um, the teams that came out of nowhere and did really well, are not going to sustain it. Uh, we already saw TCU lose its opener. Yeah. Um, I, I so I would go. I, boy, Ole Miss, given seven and a half, I I probably take Ole Miss. So I think they'll I think they'll roll.
0: And then the other one you guys mentioned, I hope Texas A&M destroys Miami. I just want to see Miami go down, but then it's Jimbo that I'm trying well, to root for the then. Thing. that's It's so hard for me. I was listening to some guys talking about that game, and they were
5: making picks, and I was like, yeah, well, yeah, I'm definitely rooting for Texas A&M. And I was like, but you know what? If they're awful on offense and Jimbo loses and Miami goes up and down the – that's going to be good too, because yeah. I don't want the Petrino Jimbo thing to work. I know, you know, and, I, and I'm going to, I'm going to root for a And M in this game, but I'm not going to root for him in any other game this year.
0: Line is four four points on that one. A And M's favored by four. A
5: lot of people think A And M is going to be really good, and they think they're going to, um, they're going to take Miami apart, and I, I hope they do. But I don't know. I, I, I got a, you know, my favorite player Tyler Van Dyke, and yeah, he's you know he's patented. Or he's trying. He was trying to get the patent for Tyler Van Dimes, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess that's what they're calling him down there. I don't know.
0: Interesting.
5: Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, and then what's the spread on uh, Alabama, Texas?
0: Seven. You Alabama's seven-point favorite.
5: I got a feeling about Texas. Now, if Texas doesn't do it here and doesn't win the uh, the Big Twelve this year there are going to be a lot of people not happy because nobody's spending more money than they are. Although A&M may be close. <laughs> that Texas oil money. I mean, I don't know if you read the story about how SMU got into the ACC and basically they got $200 million in pledges from boosters, oil boosters. Well, wow. $200 million, they go, We're, we got you covered. Don't worry about getting money from the TV deal. You're fine. We got you covered. So they get into the ACC that way. There you go. There's a lot of money out there.
0: That there is. All right, you don't have to spend a lot of money if you want to come to No Name Lounge. Great drink specials, uh, great people. So uh, come on by the UF Hilton. Even if it's not today, at some point this weekend they'll be here to uh, cater to you. We just met some Gator getters. Yeah, fifty-year uh, anniversary. Yeah. They're here celebrating. So that is a, a really cool from deal. The Doug Dickey era. Mid seventies, like yeah. duels.
5: That's when I was here. Yeah. So.
0: He was, uh, he was in heaven. Nobody,
5: nobody was getting my gator back Certainly then. so. <laughs> All right.
0: We'll be right back with more of the tailgate right after this.
2: From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
0: Yes. It's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in north central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no stress care. we could
9: still see a few thunderstorms pop up through this evening, but there will be some dry time. Tonight will be nice and quiet and not feeling too bad. Lows around 70. Your Saturday starts off muggy with a mix of clouds and sunshine, then rain is likely heading into the afternoon and evening. Highs will end up close to 90. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. It's a bird.
2: It's a plane. The, the, the Dan Patrick
14: Show. Dan
3: Patrick. Yeah.
14: ACC decided they're bringing in Stanford, Cal, and SMU. This might be a situation where more is actually less for the ACC. Unless you love your Olympic sports, I wouldn't have as much use for Stanford and Cal. It does go back to this game of geography. That's what this is about. It's about geography.
2: The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at nine, right here on WRUF. Bump, set, spike. We are your home for Gator Women's Volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back at the No Name
5: Lounge here at the Hilton, where we'll be every Friday for home games. Just sitting here talking sports with all of you lovely people out there in the world of radio. All right, let's go back to the phones. Who's up next,
0: Jeffarino? We got Rob. Okay. Ready to rock. Let's get Rob. Hey, Rob, what's up, man?
4: Hey, guys. How you all doing? Wonderful. Great. Great. Hey, you've been doing a lot of Gator therapy this week. So I'm not going to talk about the Gators, but I'm going to talk about the wonderful Buffaloes. As a proud alumnus of the University of Colorado, that game <laughs> was fantastic. And Coach Prime is going to turn the world of football upside down.
0: Now, were you were you happy with the hire, Rob?
4: Yes, yes. Dion's a nice guy. Yep. And uh, you know, he talks the talk, and he's going to bring it around. I've been telling people that they're going to be in the college football playoffs within four years, but maybe sooner.
0: Do You really okay. think he would stay I
4: for don't four think he'll years? be there
5: in four years if they're that good. Yeah. yeah.
4: I don't know. He really liked I really like Colorado.
5: Everybody likes where they are. It's like the the great Will Muschamp once said: "You're loyal to your paycheck." Yep. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, I think it's just wonderful what he's done. I mean, sure, he was a little he was he was for real with those guys from last year.
5: Oh, he you told them get in the portal now because you're not going to be Going to be back.
4: Yeah. So uh, you know, he's up front. He's he, he he tells it like it is, and you know I like the guy a lot. I mean, even though he went to Florida State, but you well, know, he didn't really he go to that.
5: Florida State. He played. For yeah, he Florida never showed State. up at yeah. class. He never went to Florida State.
4: Yeah, if I win the lottery, I'll uh, fund a Deion Sanders study center center <laughs> over there.
6: <laughs>
4: but one more thing, Jeff, can you tell me why on the Wheel of Fortune? The wheel only goes clockwise, and I'll hang
6: up. <laughs> that
4: is a good point. It's
5: a good point. Okay, I'm. I was looking at something. I, I'll look at it during the break. Um, so, but I'm. I'm excited about this weekend. How huh? I, I don't know. You. You aren't as big a college football fan. You got to work. And what? So, what time do you come on the air at four Mm-hmm. And so you got to be there, and and you're not gonna be able to do what I do, which is get two TVs going and watch multiple games. And I'm fired up about it, though. This is the weekend I've been waiting for. I've been I, – I pinned it in. as as And, like, I'm so anal about college football, which is, as you've described me. Believe it or not, I have written down at at home on a notebook what games are on at noon. What games are on at three thirty, what games are on at seven, you know, how we're gonna we're gonna line up all the games and which TVs are gonna be on, which one I'm I'm ready. I I, I am not planning on doing anything but watching football. And uh, last week we Karen and I went out um because the, to be honest with you the games weren't great and so I just kinda said, eh, this is you know, it's not like we have to watch certain games but um this week I'm bunkered. I may even get some I may get some of those uh Publix chicken wings. I like those. You like them? I do. Yeah. The the good spicy ones. I may get I may I may uh I may hit it up and uh try to have a try to have a nice tailgate. Now, Karen'll be tailgating. She'll be going to the game. Um, and I'll be going next week. i I've decided I'm pretty much committed to
0: Going to, to see Tennessee?
5: Well, I'm not going to see them. I'm going to see Florida beat Tennessee next week. Okay. Uh-huh. They better. Do you but, know, again, they don't have to win the game. That they got They got to look like a team that makes you want to root for them mm-hmm. in that game more
0: than anything. Atmosphere will be good, though. I, I think oh, a lot yeah, of people will, will be, be in there ready to go and show up because they're not showing up for this one against McNeese, so no. they're all waiting to – Remember, Go next week.
5: Spur used to joke about that. How everybody would show up for the first game, even though it was Southwest Louisiana or whatever, and then the second game, he goes, "Everybody's walking around with two fingers in the air. They got <laughs> tic- They got tickets available, and they did. I mean, that was that second game was always the dregs, um, because the first game you're just excited about the season starting. The second game, you're like, hey, I'm not that excited about Ball State. Eh.
0: <laughs> and again, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm not a fan fan because I don't get to go well, to the you're games. i working at tailgate, understand. I'm working. But why wouldn't you? Like if you live in Gainesville. Why wouldn't I? Or why wouldn't No just anyone that lives in Gainesville that's a Gator fan and you have tickets or access to tickets, why wouldn't you want to go to the game tomorrow?
5: Well, it's That's not what like, I don't it's understand. They're not,
0: like not going to be 70,000 people there. I mean, but why isn't there 90,000 people? Cuz cuz even if people aren't coming up from Miami or Tampa, Orlando, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Myers. This coming is, down from Pensacola, but this goes back, Jeff, to what
5: you know. People like Scott Strickland understand it's not enough that the Gators are playing anymore. You've got to have a, a good opportunity for the fans to uh, enjoy where they where they're going, and then you've got to bring in better teams. And he knows that. I mean, this was a game that was scheduled. To, you know uh, but they they scheduled next- next year they got miami u c f and f s u and eight conference games and then next year could the following year it could be nine who knows so they're they they'll be able to bring better teams in there and I mean obviously the Utah playing those two games uh home and home was huge, and they you know all these other games that are lined up not it's not enough to be to go ahead and play mcneese state anymore it's it's really people just Like, for example, I have an option of whether I want to go to the game or not. You know what? I really want to watch Alabama and Texas. I can watch both. Just got to keep my eyeballs moving. You know, you get left, right, left, right. Um, So I'm looking forward to to the weekend. But, yeah, I, I, I get how you feel because you have to go. Like, in the old days when I used to have to go to every game and couldn't miss a game. I only missed one in, like, 15 years or whatever it was. Um, In those days, yeah, I would say the same thing. I would say, I don't understand why people don't come. You only get six games a year, maybe seven at the most. But now I do kind of get it. I understand how sometimes you just want to stay at home. You don't want to – if you're not – if you don't have a real good tailgate or anything planned or, you know, um, you just got – somebody gave you tickets – it's not enough to that it's McNeese. That's the problem, and it's not going to be enough when it's Charlotte. Now, if they beat Tennessee next week and then they play Charlotte, people want to go to that game to celebrate the Tennessee game, you know. But if you lose that game and now you're one and two, I mean, that's that's
0: going to even be probably a smaller crowd. Although Mike Hill will have family there. Yes, <laughs> bring a few extra people. Do you know why the wheel? Only spins clockwise on Wheel of Fortune. Um, no, I don't. I've never watched Wheel of Fortune.
5: I, I mean, I'm aware. What are you talking of it. about, I'm aware You've of never the watched show. Wheel of Fortune. I don't watch it. Yeah, I've never watched it. I, I've maybe seen five minutes of it. Come on, no, it's just not my thing. I'm not a game show guy.
0: Match game. Not I even liked.
5: the Family Feud. Match game's the only one
0: I ever watch. <laughs> What's what's the guy Richard that used to do Richard all this? Yeah, Richard Dawson. He was in uh, he, Hogan's Heroes. He would just like walk up and like kiss ladies on the
5: lips. They have some great um, Saturday Saturday Night Live episodes where they have like the Coneheads. Uh, do they? That's one year. Ah, uh, give me some sugar. Mm, we're from France. It's pretty. It's pretty good stuff. This There's the uh, the the
4: the Gator getters. Gator getters.
5: There they are.
0: They're, they're here at the No Name Lounge, so uh, come see them. Yeah. Have yeah. some fun. The original ladies from back in the day. It's like the uh, the members of the all-American League. room cities
6: near here and far. far. We got Canadians,
0: Irish ones, and we're all for one, we're all on for all. We're all Americans.
5: That's the even worse thing in the night I opened the show with. It was pretty good. I do For like those of you that don't
0: know, that was the I love uh, that movie. It's great. <laughs> a League of Their Own.
5: Yeah, it's really good. But anything with Tom Hanks, well, not anything with Tom Hanks, is going to be good. Did you most things with? Tom Did you
0: Hanks Hanks see the movie, one yeah. the the most recent one where he's like, what's he's like Mister something? He's he's like in a bad mood all the time, and he gets yeah. Auto, yeah, Auto. We watched it. It was very predictable. Was it? Wasn't, it was okay, one. but
5: it wasn't great. Okay. Um, it's not, yeah, it, it wasn't that great. Um, I tell you what I did love was the uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood, with Mr. Rogers.
0: That, okay. There you that go. That was awesome. All right. Awesome uh, to hear from all of you. We'll take one final break and come back and wrap things up. You are listening to The Tailgate.
2: Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation. And coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF
17: Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at exceptional dentistry.
13: Then I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, as to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my healthcare team and the family that's behind me and that Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem.
16: This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if
12: you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com.
17: International Diamond Center's biggest ever designer bridal event, featuring the entire collections from the nation's top two designers, is this weekend. Takori and Viragio are together on the IDC stage Friday through Sunday. See hundreds of new spectacular rings and get 36 months zero interest financing. See the entire collection from Takori. Exquisite handcrafted rings from true artisans in California. And here from New York, see all the latest from Viragio. Unique, distinctive, and personalized. Find the ring of your dreams and enjoy three years. Zero interest financing. Plus, at this event, when you buy any Takori or viraggio ring, IDC will give you a $500 gift card. Buy the matching wedding band and get a $1,000 gift card. Don't miss this remarkable opportunity to see and compare the world's top two ring designers side by side. And let IDC's experts help you match up the most perfect diamond for the ring you fall in love with. Don't miss this unprecedented event. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, exclusively at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved
2: credit. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850
7: AM WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Zach Weiss. Former Gator national champion Ben Shelton is currently facing Novak Yokovic in the 2023 US Open semifinals. At last look, Shelton and Yokovic were tied 6-6 in the third set after Yokovic won both the first two sets. Florida redshirt sophomore defensive back Dakota Mitchell is medically retiring from football, he announced earlier this afternoon. Mitchell had yet to see game action as a Gator. Tomorrow, the Gators football team will be facing McNeese State, where Florida will be making their highly anticipated season home opener. Catch coverage right here beginning at 3.30 with kickoff set for 7.30. Florida volleyball takes on Clemson tonight in the second night of the Gators' Invitational Tournament. Coverage begins right here at 6.45. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Weiss. ESPN
2: 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. W.R.U.F. Retiring this year or in the next few? Then you're facing new challenges and rules other generations didn't. That's why Mike Lester is hosting a live online event, the new reality in our retirement. Thursday, September 14th at 10 a.m. Eastern. Reserve your spot for this no-charge online event with Mike at guardingyournestegg.com forward slash live. He'll also be taking your questions. So secure your spot now. GuardingYourNestEgg.com forward slash live. It's all online. Cutting through the noise of retirement gossip.
7: This is why we
12: make a good team. I'm like, I think I heard this one thing, and you're all, that's impossible, Kristen.
2: That's not a fun fact.
14: That's a false fact, I'm pretty (laughs) sure.
2: Check out the Guarding Your Nest Egg weekly video podcast on YouTube or catch the audio version on your favorite podcast platform. Search and subscribe, then listen or watch. Link up easily at guardingyournesteg.com.
7: Advisory services through talent, private wealth, and SEC-registered investment advisor. Order license D056341.
2: Gator Talk with head football coach Billy Napier and the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly. Thursday nights at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
14: This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here at the No Name Lounge at the Hilton,
5: where we are every Friday for home games. I tell you, and again, I don't want to if – you, if you are planning on watching the tennis match when you get home, turn us off for a ear muffs. But Ben Shelton playing his butt off. He's doing the best he can. It's, it's never easy, but – uh, there in the tiebreaker in the third set, as you heard uh, earlier, um, he was down five-one. Now he's five-three. So he's he's fighting. He's battling, but he's playing. I still think the best player in the world. I mean, I, I mean, Alcaraz is ranked number one, but I think Djokovic is. Yeah,
0: probably now, probably the second best tennis player ever. It's behind in the argument behind the red-headed Boris Becker.
5: Por- Boris Becker. I thought you were going to say Nadal. <laughs>
0: Becker was a redhead, so he's okay. got to be good. I thought
5: you were going to say uh, Martina Navratilova. She was up
0: there. She was good.
5: I used to love Steffi Graf. Cover. Oh, Steffi Graf. I loved her so much. I used to love covering tennis. She was such a fun person to talk to. Really? I was. I was there when her dad at Amelia Island got. She got penalized because he was coaching her from the. Stands, you're not allowed to do that. So. Man,
0: these gator getters are getting after it. They are. They're uh, they're loving life from the uh, the mid 70s. They're all here at the No Name Lounge. They're heading over to uh, Spurriers after this.
5: Yeah, they're having a big uh, fraternity uh, sorority over there. Sorority, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm not being a fraternity or a sorority member. Did you? Were you in a fraternity? Are you stupid? How would I have been able to be in a fraternity? I mean I mean I I know guys that were in fraternities.
0: There were athletes. Julian Ditto. I remember him. Never heard of him. Okay.
5: He didn't play at Florida. We kid. had one guy they that went wanted right to, to the pros.
0: We had one guy that wanted to join a fraternity, Jacob Roll. <laughs> Jacob Roll. And he left so he could join a fraternity. D- did he really? Bad decision.
5: Did did he pitch in Birmingham? Got shelled. Yeah. That was the – it was it was Nolan and
0: Roll. Cause and F- Fog even that year Fog, in 97. Yeah, he, he got hammered.
5: Because he was not going to um, – well, 96 it would have been.
0: or 96, yeah. Yep.
5: It was because he, he just – why would I pitch anybody any good? I got yeah. I I regionals next week. Yep. And, of course, that team went all the way to
0: College World Series. Omaha, middle America. All right. Score predictions, player Um, of the game. Are the Gators going to run it down their throats? What are we going to see tomorrow?
5: Well, I would think they will. Um, I I mean, I would hope they would. Let's put it that way. I would hope that they can establish that. And I got to think that Billy is going to challenge those offensive lines. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you talked about tough practices they've had all week. And I, that's probably part of it. Is hey guys, I thought maybe we didn't need to hit as much, but we we need to hit more. Um, you know, I mean that's that was I think the most disappointing thing about that game. Even though with all the other negative things that happened, was that the offensive line wasn't very good. And um, again, they're they're all. Kind of getting together, they're getting to know each other, trying to feel each other out, and that's that's a tough place to go play. It's loud, but again, it, it's louder than Lexington. Louder no. than.
0: Um, they did a good job, though. It was good atmosphere. Yeah, but student it, section gets it, after you, it. You were
5: there, I wasn't there, so I can't I can't tell you. But um, it sounded like it was pretty loud. Um, but I, again, it's not louder than it's going to be when they go go to Baton Rouge.
0: <laughs> Do the Gators? get 50
5: no i will say no okay i will i will call this game at 42 14 and i think gator fans will be calling in monday complaining about how they gave up 14 points and they only scored 42
0: i don't think they reached double digits mcneese I, I think the defense will be really good they got good. a pretty
5: good offense what are
0: you talking about?
5: They scored 24 last week against Tarleton. The new brand of cigarettes, Tarleton. Tarleton Light. <laughs> they
0: won't get double digits. The Gators will get 50. That's my prediction.
5: I just want them to win. I want, all I want them to do is not do what they did last week, which is make all these stupid mistakes that don't yeah. They seem uh, supra- I mean, like you said, you've talked about it all week about how he was so surprised about it. Uh, we were all surprised uh, that they played that poorly. Hopefully they come out and just play a nice, clean game, roll through it, don't get anybody hurt, You're ready for the the game next week that's going to probably be the swing game now. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was a swing game going into the year because I thought they would be Utah, to be honest with you but
6: they did.
0: It'll be a big one. We'll talk about it on Monday. If you want to hear more about uh, anything leading up to the game tomorrow, Steve will be on the air at 3.30, and then uh, the Gator Radio Network, myself and Tate Casey will take over at 4.30, and we will get you ready for McNeese. It's the tallest pregame show in America. Yes, here on WRUF. Appreciate Nick producing back in the studio today. Everybody that called, all the great folks RUF,
2: here at the W251CG, new- Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we
6: are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.